This is AM Rush. I am your host, Alex Mitchell. Let's talk about some headlines today. Thursday, April 16th, the city is investing $170 million to help feed more New Yorkers amid coronavirus. And some news with COVID-19. New York doctors are starting to test whether an anti-inflammatory gout drug may help coronavirus patients. And there's also a new study released about which areas in New York City have been hit the hardest by coronavirus. And some sports news. Odell Beckham Jr., who plays for the Browns now, might be going to the Minnesota Vikings. We'll talk more about that. But first, let's jump into what this city is doing to help feed more New Yorkers. Mayor Bill de Blasio announced that a $170 million initiative to help feed New Yorkers on top of an already existing $25 million emergency food plan is going into effect. Now, when de Blasio declared the city in a state of emergency since March 16th, New York has already served 4.5 million meals to those that need it within the city. The Department of Education's grab-and-go meal accounts have made up a vast majority of this, coming in at over 3 million. And the mayor is estimating that by the end of April, city agencies will have enough food to produce 10 million meals, with even more anticipated for the next month. And a newly released study shows which neighborhoods in New York City have been the hardest hit by coronavirus. At the top of the list is West Queens, and it's actually the neighborhoods of Corona, Flushing, and East Elmhurst that are seeing the worst of the action. Right below that are areas of Southeast Queens. The highest hit in Brooklyn is Borough Park, followed by Canarsie and Flatlands, and then there's Williamsburg and Bushwick. Beneath that is Jamaica, then the Rockaways back in Queens, and Bronx Park and Fordham are the worst Bronx neighborhood to get hit with coronavirus. Now beneath that is East New York and New Lots, and then parts of Southwest Queens and Flatbush. Now, in the field of coronavirus research, NYU Langone Health and Montreal Heart Institute Research Center are teaming up to perform a study to see if the drug colchicine can decrease the progression of coronavirus in diagnosed patients. Now, this trial study is called Colcorona and is going to observe the effects on 6,000 patients with mild forms of of the disease. Now, in the past, this drug colchicine has been used to treat anti-inflammatory diseases, and in more modern medicine, it has been used to treat gout. Now, the way this trial is going to work, participants are going to be randomized to either receive a colchicine or a placebo regimen that involves taking a pill twice daily for three days and then once daily for the remaining 27 days in a month. And moving on to some sports news. Odell Beckham Jr., the former Giants wide receiver now playing for the Cleveland Browns, is rumored to be heading to Minnesota. Now, WFAN reported on Wednesday morning that the Browns are in talks with the Minnesota Vikings in a deal that would send OBJ to the Twin Cities. If this deal is to pan out, the Browns would get back a second and fifth round selection in next year's NFL draft, although this is not a done deal. So... I was thinking about when Odell Beckham Jr. 
was traded from the Giants to Cleveland. And I remember, despite what a talented wide receiver OBJ is, I was very glad to see him go because of his lack of maturity. And when he went to Cleveland, who at the time was not a contender, despite the emergence of Baker Mayfield, it felt like he either preferred or was pushed into going to Cleveland because he can be a child. He doesn't have to show leadership, which he has not done. On the Giants, he was not a leader. He was very selfish. And when he would make big plays, they wouldn't be in clutch situations where your team, where the Giants needed a catch, where the Giants needed something. He would make his all-star plays when it didn't matter. In lopsided scores, in the first half, in the third quarter, in situations that whether or not this play happened, it did not impact the effect of the game. And in the little playoff experience he had, he choked. And he would throw a temper tantrum on the sideline when things wouldn't go his way. I remember back, back during Ben McAdoo, oh my gosh, that feels so strange to say. When the Giants were playing the Green Bay Packers, watching him out there, it was like he was invisible. He, he wasn't doing anything, and then he was having meltdowns on the sidelines. That's not the sign of a mature player, especially someone so young in age. That does not show that you can be groomed into a franchise leader. And that's why I think he went to Cleveland in the first place. Go make your fancy catches in games that are, for more or less, irrelevant. They don't matter. The whole crowd will will be engaged in your Breads and Circuses spectacle. And you'll never win a championship, but truthfully, it doesn't seem like you're interested in that. Otherwise, your behavior would dictate differently. And that's not to take away from the fact that OBJ is a phenomenal athlete. One of the most athletic people in the world, not just football. Very talented. That's not to diss his talent. This is his mentality, and this is his attitude. That's where he's not a winner. And I question why Minnesota would want him. Seems like they're only giving up a few picks for him. That's not that much for an all-star receiver. That just shows where his stock is. That doesn't seem too valuable to me. And for someone with such athletic ability to be valued so low just shows what a mess that could turn into off the field. And it makes me wonder why Minnesota would want him now. Minnesota's been highly competitive, even though they haven't been able to push over the line. Getting OBJ in in crucial playoff games? Maybe he deserves another chance, and what happened a few years ago was a joke, or maybe somehow he has shown maturity. But if he has shown maturity, then why get rid of him? I'm curious why Minnesota wants this, and maybe they just believe that they're not forfeiting that much for what could be a potential benefit, and if it doesn't pan out with OBJ, you just ship him off again. And it's disappointing to see because watching him make that catch against Dallas, that that gave hope when he was with the Giants. The -the over-the-back, famous, iconic 
touchdown catch, or technically I think it landed on the one-yard line. But it was like, wow, the Giants have another superstar. The Giants have a future past Eli Manning, which they eventually got down the road. But at the time, I feel like he just kind of rebelled against Tom Coughlin. And ultimately, it was that OBJ style that ousted Coughlin from the team. He was creating, and I don't know this, but it just, from the way things panned out, he was creating a a culture on the team or in the locker room. I know that many players said that about former cornerback Eli Apple, that he was causing problems. But I, it, it just felt like OBJ wanted to do things his own way, and he was cool, and he was popular, and he got other people to follow him, even if it wasn't in the best interest of the team. I don't think if OBJ played on the Giants this year, they would have been a playoff team. I think maybe you'd have a couple more highlights. That's it. I don't even think he would determine he would be a difference maker in winning one single game. You have some really great stuff in the first half when it doesn't matter. Fourth quarter when push comes to shove, be lucky for him to catch a 25-yard ball. So we'll see how this pans out in Minnesota. I'm very, I'm very curious about that, about why they would want to pick him up. I don't know. Maybe they know something I don't. When it, whenever there's a trade or any sort of big movement, you have to consider that the powers that be know what we don't know. And all we can do is guess. So we'll see. Maybe they know something that we don't know. But for right now, who the heck would want this guy? I don't see a redeeming value in Odell Beckham Jr. that will get you to the playoffs, that will get you something reputable within your franchise. He seems like he prefers gimmick and spectacle. The best way to describe it, he would rather, his actions show that he would rather play in a Pro Bowl than a Super Bowl. Even if his team finishes in dead last, he's looking all cool. He's having a fun time. He's screwing around. He's pretending to literally be a dog peeing in the end zone. Classy act. And again, I'm not picking on him. Plenty of players have done much more strange things. But that just shows that there's a lapse in maturity and judgment that young, ambitious players that want to win championships would use better judgment or would be more reserved or refined. But you know what? He's young. He has an opportunity for redemption. And I don't wish ill on him. I hope that he matures. I hope that he gets his act together. I hope OBJ sees that he's been not an exemplary athlete and changes his demeanor, his behavior, the way he goes about things, grows up and wins a championship and leads a team to a championship by stellar behavior and and stellar play. Making one of his huge iconic catches in the fourth quarter, not the first. Torching someone on a punt return for 90 yards in a tie game, not a blowout. I wish him well. I want to see that growth. That would be exciting. And maybe Minnesota knows how to do it. 
So there's always the potential of that silver lining. So we'll see if OBJ ends up being, if this trade even goes through, if OBJ makes a difference on the Minnesota Vikings. Very curious to see how that pans out. And again, I'd love to see him grow up, and I'd love to see him be a championship caliber player. That would be awesome. It really would be. Once again, thank you to everyone on the front lines of healthcare, first responders, everyone doing such great contributions to keep this city safe. I'm Alex Mitchell. This has been AM Rush. New York, stay strong out there. And always remember, wash your hands. We'll see you tomorrow.